Welcome to the Love Lab Podcast, a safe place to get real about sex. Whether you're a man, woman, single, or couple, this is the show for you. We are your hosts, Kevin Anthony and Celine Remy, and we are here to guide you to go from good to amazing in the bedroom and beyond. All right, welcome back to the Love Lab Podcast. This is episode number 187. And it is titled, Give Your Vagina a Facelift. (laughs) Okay, this is going to be fun and it's going to be interesting and something we have definitely never talked about before. And, you know, we'll, of course, get into it much, much deeper as we go along in the show. But if you're just tuning in now and you're like, what in the world are they talking about? (laughs) Just stick around for a little while because it's going to make more sense as we go through it, as you understand the problems that some women face and how this could potentially be a solution to that. And if you're a guy, stick around also, because if your woman is giving you excuses about why she doesn't want to have sex, it could be because there's some stuff going on for her that could actually be treated and she doesn't even know that it could be potentially treated. So you might be able to bring this to her and say, hey, this might be able to help you. So it's going to be a fascinating conversation. and We're going to be talking a lot about Vaginas, which is one of our favorite topics. <laughs> and it's a perfect follow to the show we did last week because last week uh, we talked all about the different procedures for men and we went into the pee shot and games waves and all of the things that men can do with their penises. So we thought that it would be really good to address the other side. And we are also talking today about non invasive procedures. So before you freak out and you're like, oh my my gosh, you're going to stick needles in my vagina or or cut things off. That's not what we're talking about today. If this is about vaginal rejuvenation, that is painless. I always love how that works out because we didn't really plan it that way. Like we didn't say, okay, we're going to go out and get a guest to talk about, you know, fixing men's penises. And then we're going to go out and get a guest to talk about fixing women's vaginas. It just, it just lined up that way. It's like the universe just put it perfectly for us. All right. Well, let's give a big shout out to our sponsors, Power and Mastery. So if you want to join the secret club of men who are great in bed, then check out Power and Mastery at powerandmastery.com. It is the most complete sexual mastery training for men, whether you want to have harder erections, last longer, or increase your sexual skills, there is something for you at powerandmastery.com. So go check it out. Our guest today is Lana Kerr. She is the founder and CEO of Lumisk Skincare, which is the home of the CO2 Lift Carboxy Gel. She's been in the health and wellness industry for over 20 years, and she's got lots of experience to talk to us about vaginal rejuvenation. She'll be telling us about her vagina today. We're excited. (laughs) So welcome, Lana, and your vagina to the show. (laughs) We're both happy to be here. <laughs> All right, so we're going to just dive right in. And I really want to start by taking a few steps, maybe quite a few steps backwards in time. Because while you've been in the skincare industry for a long time, there were some personal issues that you had that really led you to this path of the vaginal rejuvenation. And so I kind of want to take a step back and have you explain to the audience. What was going on for you in your life that that started you on this path? That's a great question, uh, Kevin. You know, it's interesting that most things that I get involved with, with a lot of passion, it really stems from things and or issues that 
I was facing. So skincare, weight loss, skincare, you know, vaginal rejuvenation. So I'll just step a little further back to say when I was probably in my late 30s, 40s, is when I really started paying attention to the quality of of sex for, for myself personally. And I had a great conversation with my mother and uh, just wanted to find out from her, how would she define good sex? Think of having that conversation with your mother. Anyway, we were, had a very open relationship in terms of talking about things, but this was something a little different. Anyway, so she gave me uh, an explanation that really changed my life. Um, she said to me, she said, Lana, good sex is like playing tennis. It's just a different set of balls. <laughs> <laughs> and no, let me tell you, that really changed my life. And I'll tell you why. She said, you have to focus on hitting the ball. Because I think for me, I have seen sex more in my own personal life, more as a performance. I think that's what it was. It was something that I wasn't really paying attention to, like focusing on or just being more present in the moment or seeing it more as a form of connection with my husband, but more as something I was doing for him as opposed to doing for me and for us. And so, you know, when you think about Serena Williams hitting a ball, you know, hitting tennis, playing tennis, you really don't think of her as thinking how she's looking when she's hitting the, the, the ball. She's really, her face is contorted, her body's, I mean, you just, she's trying to hit the ball. And I think that's, it changed my whole view in terms of uh, my relationship with my husband. So I was here now focused and I really started enjoying intimacy in a very different way. So then now progressing until my 40s, I was able to recognize when things changed for me. So I noticed a difference in sensation. And, um, and so I had gone to my gynecologist just for a checkup. And I asked her, I told her what I was experiencing. Um, and she said, she did my exam and she said, Lana, you are fine. You're, nothing is wrong. You're lubricating. You're in, in a good way, but it's just that you're getting older. And when you get older, you lose sensitivity. So she was going to recommend a device that she had had um, in her office, which was laser. And she said, let's, we can think about this and we can maybe schedule an, another appointment for that. But when she said that and I got home, I recognized that we had something like that that was already in my cupboard that we we're using for the face because it was an, it's something similar to how energy works. And so that's really what came to the idea of let's try this. So we started a clinical trial and we tried it on women who were menopausal and, uh, I don't know if you want me to get into this yet, but basically after the, the study was shown, we did that, we did biopsies, it was just conclusive that CO2, which we now call co 2 V, was not only safe, but effective for women. And I'll tell you, so after we did that, I tried it on <laughs> myself. And I don't know if it was mind over matter, but it, it really was different for me. I mean, it was like, I, I actually forgot how good it felt. It felt like maybe I was in my early 20s. So I said, maybe this is mind over matter. So I went back to my mother and I said, mommy, I want you to try this. Anyway, she had described her relationship, her sex life with my, my father as more like a sandpaper. So after she did this and along with my aunts, they went from sandpaper to butter. And then I knew we had something. And so I said, we have to help women to experience what we're experiencing now. 
Okay, sandpaper to butter is a pretty convincing uh, testimonial, <laughs> I will say. I want to come back to some of the things that you noticed that were different because you hit a few, uh, you know, when you were like, things didn't feel different, uh, feel the same anymore. And I know that a lot of women that I work with, they they kind of have that experience, but they like you, where when you go to a um, the practitioner, they go, no, everything's fine. You're lubricating fine, like the mechanics and everything works fine. And you're like, yeah, but I know something is wrong. Like something is not the way that it used to. Can you maybe let us know? And it's not maybe just with you, but since you've, you know, you've, you've studied lots of women with the product that you have, what are some of the complaints that women have and are like, hey, this is what I've been experiencing. This, this is the pain or the lack of lubrication or the no sensations. Like what is it that that the women have noticed and not complaining about. Okay, so you cross section. It depends on how old the woman, the age of the woman, depends on what's going on in her life. But you're going to find, I'll tell you. So first, for instance, I'll think start on the younger end of the spectrum, when women may have be suffering from PCOS. So they're going to have may experience painful sex, just just uncomfortable when they have sex. So they may think that they're too small. You know, and so they will, so women will say, well, I don't need anything that's going to make me tighter because I'm too tight as it is. But it's really just that they're not, they need more lubrication so it can slide, slide in. And we're not talking about like a lube because lube is different. This is something that is affecting the quality of the tissue. So the quality of that skin changes when you use a CO2 lube so that they can now enjoy it. So that's one ex one thing, someone younger, or may, so painful sex could be one, or maybe they don't even know, maybe right after a, a baby, uh, they just, it's just not pleasant, not as pleasant. It's just the blood flow. It's, it's They need more blood flow in that area to make them more sensitive so they can start feeling it in the same way as opposed to just like hitting your your hand or hitting your elbow you know you that there's no sensations there but you can actually get that back so you, you can so you have tight they may feel tight they may feel dry um they may feel not as sensitive like flat um, i was gonna say like they're like i could take it or leave it a lot of yes, women working with me like, are like yeah i mean sex i could take it leave it i mean it's more enjoyable to have a glass of wine than to have a penis inside me so you know yes. yeah yes so that's the kind of thing so when you think about i'll just use men when you think about a viagra for instance when it's giving blood flow is giving stronger erections the, if and you know this the clitoris it's, it's like the penis. It's just different. So when you regenerate there, because you're generating inside as well as the clitoris, the, out, the vulva, you're going to get more nerve and more feeling. It's going to stimulate. Not only that, I think for, for women, what they're seeing too is they're more aroused. Um, so again, the clitoris area. And then they're also, because we're so cerebral, we think so much, it's putting that top of mind so we can expect sex to be uh, comfortable and expect it to be enjoyable and so we can actually look forward to it i think those are the things in addition to the physiological changes that you're experiencing when you use when when you correct those issues you're also addressing the mental and emotional aspect of it in a way yeah so We've kind of talked around it, but we haven't directly stated it, which is that, you know, the reason why your doctor says there's nothing wrong 
It's because they're basically looking at you and saying, this is a normal part of the aging process. And the part that uh, maybe we didn't quite say out loud is that one of the parts of normal aging for women is that the skin, the lining on the inside of the vagina, the skin actually gets thinner and they don't produce as much lubrication. So that, of course, can lead to the painful sex and the discomfort and the sandpaper feeling and then the not being super motivated for sex and all that. So technically, yes, that is a part of the aging process. However, one of the things that we've learned, and, and we learned this when we talked to Dr. Brandeis uh, last week as well, is that when you're treating problems like this, the way to really do it is to increase blood flow to the area, which is part of the reason why these things change to begin with, because the blood flow decreases. So obviously doing things that would keep your cardiovascular system really healthy would help as well. But I think if I am incorrect, let me know. But I think that's a large, large part of what's happening here is that this product is actually increasing the blood flow to the area and allowing your body to actually heal itself per se. And oxygenate better. <laughs> Exactly. And, and in so doing, what you're doing is also creating more collagen and elastin. Because as you said, it's about blood flow. And even when you think about the skin on our face, we're trying to keep blood flow there. That's why when you do a workout, it actually can, the blood flow can keep your skin looking healthy. Um, that's what moisturizers are. In other words, what, what you're trying to do with, uh, with, with procedures in a doctor's office is actually create more blood flow, which will create more collagen and elastin. And so that area, I like to think of it as just skin between the legs, mm -hmm. it's, but it's just more important skin because, you know, I feel that that's about the quality of life. And if you can find a way to not only increase the blood flow, but in term and in, in also increase collagen and elastin, then you're going to keep that area youthful. Yeah. That, so, yes. I think it's, it's so interesting because there are so many parallels to what we talked about last week, right? Because some of the treatments that Dr. Brandeis is using to help men with erectile dysfunction, part of the problem, uh, say maybe with something like uh, Peroni's disease or some of those other things, is literally a hardening of the elastic tissue in the penis, which is kind of similar to what's going on here. And, and so it's kind of cool that there are treatments for both men and women that will help restore that elastic tissue that, that the way it would be when you were younger. So I want to come back to when you went to that visit and um, your gynecologist was like, oh, you can do like a laser treatment. And that probably maybe started something for you. You probably weren't aware of these treatments. But I, I, I would like if you could explain a little bit maybe to the audience a bit of the difference because maybe some people are familiar with labiaplasty or like using like like very invasive procedures to get to tighten your vagina right and and I, I don't know for you but for me they're really scary I'm like you're not gonna go there with that and even with the laser you know they're like when I was younger I had um, HPV and they're like oh yeah you just have like to laser it and cry your thing and I'm like so explain the process to me and I'm like you mean you're gonna go shoot this this laser thing into my vagina and then it's going to like freeze a part of it. Like, and I was like, what, what happens to my sensations afterward? Oh, no, you'll be fine. And stuff. I was like, let me look at another solution. I'll come back later. And long story short, I used um, 
plants suppositories, worked with an acupuncturist and was able to get back into balance. And so I'm just curious about, uh, not that we want to scare our listeners away, but I think it's important that we make a distinction that this V-lift is not invasive and then maybe that they understand what's the difference, because I know you have some good knowledge about the different treatments available. Yes. Okay, great. And it def- definitely can sound scary. And I, it's so interesting that uh, many women don't do research on this until they're in a situation or they may not even know where to look. I'm grateful that more and more providers are looking at solutions for this for a woman. And so there's much more information there today than when I was just, when I, when I finished having kids and I needed this type of information. So, okay, right now, so you have lasers, you have energy base, which can be a laser or radio frequency um, device. So they're just different forms of energy Lasers are a little bit more, they're ablative, and so they're going to put a probe, a large probe, inside of the vagina, and what it's going to do is actually going to try to damage that tissue. So it's going to damage the tissue, so to force the body into start healing, whereas the radio frequency is more warm energy, so it's not as a, it's not ablative, and it's going to do the same thing. But basically, it's still damaging the tissue or forcing the body to produce collagen and elastin. CO2 lift carboxy is doing the same thing without damaging the tissue. Because how our bodies are made is that once we introduce CO2, which is carbon dioxide, into whatever tissue it's being introduced, the body is going to be forced to rebalance itself. So it's going to know send blood to that area to rebalance the amount of carbon to CO2 to oxygen. And in so doing, it's going to force, it's going to, the hemoglobin curve is going to prefer adding the CO2 and it's going to let off the oxygen. So that's how more oxygen is going to flood into that area. And when that happens, the capillaries are widened. So all that blood is being rushed that area along with hydration and oxygen nutrition. And that's going to now stimulate the body to start healing. So that's how a wound is healed. If you think about skin regeneration, carboxytherapy has a history of wound healing. So again, it's the same. It's regenerating that tissue, but without any pain without damaging it. And this is just a gel. So when you mix it together, that gel actually forms a CO2. So it's very cooling on the skin. It's cooling to that area. And then again, it's going to start that process. The thing with CO2 lift carboxy is that it's not just doing it when it's on the skin. So it's releasing the CO2 for 45 minutes to an hour. Even if you leave it on overnight, it's still just an hour. Um, but then what happens, that action continues. So it doesn't stop once the gel or the CO2 is... No, the body has to continue working. So it's a it's a treatment that you do. And once you've completed and your, your, your symptoms that you were experiencing are gone, or just for, for a woman who is young and just wants to maintain healthy tissue once that's complete, she can simply just do that once a series is done at least once a month to maintain it. It's just like if you think of it as your face. Once you do treatments for your face, you're just maintaining youthful skin. If you do the right procedures on your skin, you can delay aging for a very long time. You can delay having to do anything that's very like plastic surgery for a very long time if you start early to maintain and keep that tissue thick. It's the same thing down there. You don't want to wait for a problem to now start addressing it. If you, at a youthful age, can say, you know, you're sexually active, you want to maintain that tissue nice and thick and blood flow, you can simply do something to maintain it. So you can delay the onset of aging as long as possible. 
So that's what carboxygel is doing for you. Yeah, and I love how a lot of these newer technologies are basically stimulating the body to do its own work. And I think that's always the best thing. I've never been a big fan of treatments that are supposed to like, oh, we'll just stick a piece of plastic in you here or a piece of metal in you over here. We'll artificially give you this drug you'll have to take for the rest of your life. Like, I love the, the, the treatments and the techniques that just kind of go into your body and say, hey, body, wake up, do what you're supposed to be doing, right? <laughs> it's always better to have your body do it than some outside thing do it. So the next question I have, so we understand what the product is and, and how it works. And we also understand that this was something that um, an idea that you had because of your own issues. I'm curious if you could describe the differences after you had done this for yourself. What differences did you notice, not only for yourself, but in your relationship and in your sex life? Oh, oh my goodness. It was, it, it's, you, it's funny, sometimes you don't remember. I think I used that statement before. You just don't remember how something felt. And I think in a way, aging is like that. You know, you if you were to just one day wake up and look old, if I was, if I looked like I was in my twenties, and then one day woke up, I'm fifty-one now, and just it's a difference in skin, you would be shocked. You know, it's gradual, so you don't even remember how how did I look. You know, you can look at a picture. It's the same thing with with sex. What was my experience with sex? You kind of just you go along, and so it's not as bad, not as bad. So when I corrected something, it sent me back to a place that I actually forgot. So what I was experiencing differently was, even though I didn't have a lubrication issue, well, it was like the floodgates open. It was just so much more than I had been experiencing when, even when the doctor said, Lana, you're lubricating normally. It just was, I didn't have to use as much lube. Um, it was, the sensations were different. You kind of arrive at that point in a different way. I mean, even my the type of experiences that I was having with my husband were just different from what I had before in terms of the the type of orgasms that you experience were different. Um, I think that for me too, I looked forward to sex. I looked forward to because I maybe, and I was explaining to you before, maybe because it was just more top of mind. I was doing something for myself and I was excited about it. So it was something that we're going to do tonight. It wasn't like, check, you know, or like, I'll turn over, you know, it wasn't like that. It was, I was participating, I would initiate and it's, it has definitely um, drawn us much closer together. I think that, and I know this and I'm sure, and I know you know this, but sex is a big part of a relationship. It's a big part of a relationship and what keeps people, a uh, couple connected. I mean, obviously talking and all of that, and for the sex to be good, you have to be, have a good relationship and emotionally on the same page and mentally you want to think, but certainly I felt that that helped us in a a big way. And it it really has connected us in a way that we haven't been connected in a long time. Well, that's exciting because I'm sure anyone <laughs> listening is like, for many women, they're like, why well, if I could only get back to that place of wanting sex or even to that place of like not not wanting sex anymore you know being neutral you know in, in, a, in a woman's world those are two very distinct differences yes. <laughs> for a man it's like we want sex we don't want sex for women it's like we want sex we don't want sex we don't not want sex <laughs> ah, it's so it's it's really it's really interesting how life is in terms of with, with in respect to that for, for me and just even talking to other women now, talking to my friends 
who are using the CO2 levy. It really has changed our lives. It has made them, as I say, Netflix into sex. Like it's not just a, it's, you can spend time. You can like relax into it, you know, because it's not something that you want to just get over with. You recognize that your body takes time to kind of warm up regardless. This allows it to warm up faster. Um, and so you can spend time connecting and en- really enjoying that. It, it really has changed so many women's lives in addition to my own. So I'm really happy about that. Um, so when a man, and you mentioned this too, Kevin, in the beginning as to why men may want to pay attention, sometimes in a relationship, it was the same for me. It's not that I didn't want to make Terry happen. It's not that I I didn't want to, but I wasn't as excited about it anymore. I, I don't know why. It just, life gets in the way and you think of so many things that you need to be doing. But when you, once I've done, did this, I recognized that sex was not just about an act for him. It really helped me. It helped me to be more creative. It helped me to to just function in my life better just because I was having a better quality of intimacy with my husband. Now, did he notice a difference uh, once you started doing some of the uh, the therapies or the, the treatments on yourself? Like, did he notice a difference? Yes, he did. So we had, because we do, we discussed this, I had told, he knew for some time that I wasn't feeling, because remember we had gone through that conversation with my mother and our sex life really was banging, <laughs> to use a word, not no pun on the word bang, but um, it was going really well. And when I reached a point in my life, I said, Terry, this, something is going on differently. I wasn't sure if it was him on his side or me, my side, but he knew that and he felt a difference too. So when we did this, and after the tr- clinical trials, before we even put it on the market, I tried it, and he felt the difference. I felt the difference. And then we were thinking, maybe this is our mind over matter. Maybe we, maybe we just want it to be different. So then we tried my mom. My, obviously, my father saw the difference. Because as you get older, because you're producing less estrogen, you're drier. Um, like, so my mother experienced this when she was, she said it was, she was 69, when she noticed a difference. And she had to, I mean, she's mentioned having to use coconut oil to just get through the whole process. The sandpaper experience. (laughs) Yes. Oh my goodness. I know. And some women experience that earlier in life. So, um, so that they notice different. And then we, of course, many couples that we've spoken to, uh, the woman will notice, but certainly the man will notice. You're going to feel her muscle. It's like she becomes more like that sponge. That's a fresh sponge. You know, I like to use that analogy. You buy a sponge at the supermarket and it's it can hold a lot of water, <laughs> you know, and then as you use it, it becomes flat and it can't hold any water. <laughs> so that's like the, the vaginal tissue. Once it's flat, it's just, you can't grab with it. You know, you, you, your muscles, it's just not as flexible. <laughs> so this just allows it to lubricate and to to, to expand and you can hold a lot of water. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, if you're, if you're a man... And you're really paying attention during sex. You can absolutely feel with your penis what it feels, what the skin on the inside of a vagina feels like. And you can feel a difference from one woman to the next. It might be a little bit more difficult uh, if you're using condoms. So, you know, if it's not somebody that you're intimately connected with, or if that is your form of birth control, which is perfectly fine, you might not feel as much. 
but you can definitely feel the difference inside a vagina. And like I said, even from one woman to the next, oh, I can feel she's got a little, a little wavy part here, or you know, the like those little ridges extend a little further in her than in my last girlfriend, or things like that. You can totally feel those. So when things are going on inside the vagina whether it's due to age or whatever, if you're paying attention as a guy, you, you should be able to feel it. It's, it's not <laughs> if, the same. If you can't, you're not paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I have a lot more questions uh, because I'm sure many women still do, and we're going to get into that. But before that, we want to do a quick break to um, our second sponsor of this show. And this is actually for all of you listeners who are in a committed couple but feel stuck and in the rut going through the daily motion instead of connecting the way you used to. Kevin and I have created a amazing program. Basically, if you give us 90 days, we will help you bring the passion back between the sheets and be synced up sexually so that you can thrive with more purpose and passion in life. What's amazing about this program is not only do we have tools, techniques, exercises, practices, but if you've been listening to the Love Lab podcast, you know that we've interviewed hundreds of uh, experts and and everything we've learned, we also apply it to what we teach in our coaching program. So we have solutions, ideas, and tips and tricks for you to try. So if you feel ready to get back on track and you don't want to be having average sex or sandpaper sex and you want to have that buttery mm, feeling <laughs> and passion and everything else, go to CelineRemy.com forward slash passion to learn more about this program. All right, Lana. I have some questions and maybe some objections because it sounds too good to be true and it sounds amazing <laughs> and I don't want to be the devil's advocate, but I think we need to address some of that a little bit. You know, some of the first things that came to mind. So this product is something that you put on the outer part of the valve on the labia, but you also put it internally uh, inside of your vagina. And so I was having some concerns and thinking, what are women going to say? So what would you say about like, hey, is this going to affect the way you taste and smell? Because I, every time I've put something else in my vagina, even if it's a coconut oil, or let's say I had like a suppository for like a, a yeast infection or something like this, it tastes different afterward for a few days, or I don't feel like I'm like myself. And so that's the part one. And the part two is what about yeast infections, because when you do put something foreign, it could um, disturb the delicate pH balance, which in turn then can create some uh, infections or things that just you don't want to have. Those are great questions. Well, first off, to answer most things with smell and taste down there, it's relating to pH. And uh, when you throw the pH off, it's going to change that. Well, this is the pH on this is a perfect pH of the vagina. So it's 4.5. So when you, th it doesn't disturb that. In fact, as women get older, sometimes they become, that changes. And so they start, they're more prone to infections. This actually prevents it because it's keeping the pH at what it should be. So you can use it. I mean, in terms of the, I haven't had any complaints or even on my side personally with any change for a negative with that, because it's, as I said, if the, even the, even the smell of the, it's, it doesn't, it, it, it has no real smell. It may smell like an orange <laughs> if you smell it. Uh, but when you take it out, it just, you, so you feel fresh. There's no change in scent down there. And the pH is, as I said, it's the perfect pH for the vaginal tissue. 
Awesome. Is, is that something you guys engineered on purpose? Did you specifically yeah. make it the same pH as a healthy vagina? Well, well, yeah. I mean, that's that's going to be important. I mean, because the one for the face is a little higher. So the what down there, we want it to be around 4.5. And that was specifically designed because we don't want to be pushing things in our vagina. I mean, we, we don't even advocate douching is not a good thing for a mm-hmm. woman to do. So even when we looked at the verbiage, because once you put it inside, when you take it out, whether you're going to leave it on overnight or you're going to just do it for the for the hour while you're awake, when you take it out, you still have to use applicator and fill it with water and squirt it up. So it's like douching. And we didn't even want to use that word douche because it has such a negative word. But we eventually had to change it because some people didn't understand you actually have to squirt the water up because it will just it forms a plug inside of the vaginal canal that it will just when the water hits it, it just falls out like semen in the toilet. So it just falls out. But yeah, so it's not, you're not douching. You're just inserting it, washing it out, and you're perfectly fine. This is just also, remember, this is recommended by many gynecologists, many many urogynecologists for women right after having a baby, you know, for women with the complaints that we just discussed. Yeah, and, and thank you for answering that because I think that for women to feel safe, they need to have these questions answered. They need to know that, hey, you thought about these things, that yes, the pH is different on your face and inside of your vagina, and we need to address that. So how does it how does it work? It sounds like I said, it sounds too good to be true. Do I just do it once and then I'm good for 10 years, or do I do this like a hundred times? Is it like once I start doing it, I can never stop? Like what what's the formula? There, Lana. <laughs> yes, yes. Another gr- some great questions there. All right. So first off, when we did the clinical, uh, the clinical trials, it was done for women who are having chronic issues, and they needed to do ten treatments. So a box comes in, a box of three or a box of five. So we're talking about a five count box, just like the five count, right? If, if you're watching the video, I have the five here and so you can see what it is. <laughs> yes. So that five count comes with five treatments that you would do every three to five days apart. So a box, let's just say you're doing it once a week, a box of five is five weeks. So typically a woman who has chronic issues may need two boxes. So 10 treatments, so 10 weeks. Again, you can do it closer apart than a week apart. You can do it every three to five days, or but no, no more than a week apart as what we call the loading dose. So for women with chronic issues, they need they would typically need 10 treatments. But if you're, for a woman who just had a baby, for instance, a box of five is all she'll need. Or a younger woman who just wants to start thinking about maintaining the quality of her tissue, a loading dose is just three. So the box of three would be fine. And she would need a loading dose, one a week for three weeks. And then you can maintain that with taking one application a month. Suppose you don't maintain it. What happens is after your symptoms will probably come back if you were experiencing symptoms within about a year. And then you need to do it again. So we like to think of maintaining. It's similar to if you think of working out. If you were at a gym and you finally got the body you wanted and you stopped working out, eventually all that muscle and tone that you built would become soft again, eventually. So we like to maintain. So after you've reached where you want to reach and you got the results you want, then just simply one a month, which is what I do right now. I do one a month. And it's just easy. As I said, I just do it when I'm ready to go to sleep. Once a month, I do it 
And, you know, sometimes I do it more. I'll do it like, for instance, if we because we go away for these sex weekends and I'll do it before just to kind of prep for that. It's like running a marathon, you know, kind of train. <laughs> I'm happy so, to hear you still go away on sex weekends after 25 years. That's pretty cool. Yes, we, we've been doing that and we've been really enjoying it. Really, when we come back, it's we're just so refreshed. But So I'll do one before those weekends um, to kind of, as I said, to be prepared for that. But aside from that, you really only need one a month. All right, so free it could be the minimum for somebody who's younger without any issues. Five, then maybe somebody mid-age, like kind of where I'm at probably, and then ten if you've got more chronics. That's that's a good. Uh, <laughs> thank God you gave me the five. Oh my goodness, <laughs> I'm not feeling too insulted. <laughs> I don't even think you you'll see the you'll see when you're doing it. I think just three, but three is a loading dose, so got minimum it. of three. I think. All you'll need is three. Yeah. And then that other two will last you for another two months. We'll be just in terms of maintaining it. Wow. Well, we're going to have to do another video, you know, on like, you know, your experience of my vagina posts, you know, oh, pre okay. and post. Yeah, yeah, we yes. could do that. This is the Love Lab, by the way, you know, that's how Thank we you. got our name. So <laughs> that means, we'll, we'll, so in order for this to be uh, a, a purely scientific uh, study, mm-hmm. what we're going to have to do is have sex several times before you start. Got right? it. Because one time is like, you know, so it's going to be at least a minimum of three times before you start, and we can average the experience there. Then you can do the treatment, and then we got to do at least three more times after. I think that sounds like a proper scientific experiment. Got it, Kevin. You have to keep it even. We'll have to set some parameters, like the length of time, the positions that we choose, uh, you know, all that kind of stuff. Wow. <laughs> Definitely. Make this, uh, make this um, so it's, uh, you can post it. That's right. <laughs> you can have a review. Well, we... But, we had, a, I want to say a year and a half ago, we did a 30 days sex, sex challenge where we uh-huh. had sex for 30 days in a row. And then we did the whole episode and we were very thorough about the experience and oh, journaled, journaled and the did the whole show. So we'll, we'll apply the same methodology. That, <laughs> yes, yes, of course. I think that's definitely necessary. That was fun. You know, if you've, if you've never listened to that episode, you should go back and listen to it. Because, you know, guys are thinking right now when they heard us say that, that 30 days in a row of sex? That sounds awesome. Of course I'm in for that. And it was awesome. I don't have anything negative to say about it, but it's harder to do than you think. When you are busy and you have a lot happening in life, it is not easy to carve out the time every single day. It's perfectly easy to do it a few times a week. Yeah, two, three times a week. You're like, easy peasy. Seven times a week. Seven days a week on some of those weeks. Like sometimes we were traveling or we had like big business things. It was not that easy to do, (laughs) let me tell you. But we did it because (laughs) I I was like, you know, if we did not do it, then we had to restart from the beginning. And I was like, no, there's no way. I went through 25 days for nothing. That's right. If you missed one, even if you were at day 29, you had to start all over again. (laughs) Anyway, we're getting totally sidetracked here. Um, Lana, tell our our listeners uh, where they can find the products, where they can connect with you. And I know we also got a special coupons for all of our listeners that they can use. We'll put the link in the description. I believe it's Love Lab. It's kind of the one we use all of the time. Uh, But where can they find more about this product and get it for themselves? Okay. So it's CO2LIFT. So CAT, Oscar, the number two, L-I-F-T, lift, 
like love, co2lift.com. And, uh, you know, there, you can go to the product section and read more information. You can hear what uh, medical practitioners are saying about it. You can see some of the research that has been done on the CO2LIFT fee because it's important that you know that it's safe, but yet effective and painless. And you can, and, and just one thing too, I don't know if we made a, a point of this, but there's no downtime following it. So in other words, you could have sex right away. So you don't have to stop that going on. Um, and it's uh, it's really easy to apply. I know we didn't really talk about it, but it's just simply mixing the jet, the packets together. There's an applicator stick. You, it, I think the hardest part you're going to find is actually putting it into the applicator stick. Because applicator, you just have to kind of Soften it. I, th- I call it like a virgin. You know, you have to kind of loosen it up. <laughs> you got to give it a little foreplay first. <laughs> you have to, exactly. Exactly. So once you get that, then it's easy. You pull it up, you insert it, and then you're going to put the rest on the vulva to the perineum. And I like to go to bed with mine, but you can work, put, uh, you know, put a pad on and, and work. And then after, take it out with the same applicator stick. So it's very simple. There's no pain. It's very cool. Um, it's feeling inside and then you can again as i said there's no downtime but co2lift.com okay awesome and then um just if you were to to put it on for the whole night do, does it leak a bit like should you wear maybe like a panty or put something yes. underneath probably yes. if you don't want to if you don't want to stain your sheets yes whenever i'm using it i wear like a panty liner um to put it and uh and then it just stays put it doesn't it just forms this this jelly substance. So it's not going to leak on anything, but yes, a panty liner would be good and then go to bed. And then you, not only do you have things for the vagina, but you also have things for the face, uh, the same technology, the same therapy that you can apply onto your face. So if you're curious about those treatments, um, is it all on the same website? They can find all yes. of CO2Lift.com, right? And your code will work for all the products on there as well. This is good. So you should check it out. Now we get to our juicy question uh, that we love to ask our guests. Lana, tell us, what is your best sexual talent? (laughs) (laughs) Ah, my best. I think I would say it's kissing. Mm. I I think that that is something that um, I feel like I'm gifted in. <laughs> but it's something I think is important for me in terms of connection. I, I like to, even when you don't have, I don't have a lot of time, I think for me to, for me to get warmed up, I, the kissing is important. So I start and the kissing and the looking into the eyes. So I am good at that. And kissing all parts of the body, I think, is um, my specialty. All right. We have an expert kisser here. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for sharing. I I love this question. I know. know. It's great. I love watching them like squirm a little and blush a little and then like finally say something they're embarrassed to admit. (laughs) Yeah, but my favorite part about that too is that, hey, nobody really knows we're going to spring that on on them, but... The more vulnerable you are, the better the answer and the better the connection is. And I love because it also shows like, hey, like you always give a little bit less in teaching moments. And I love that everybody has something to to teach there. And you're like, for every 
guys listening, it's like, I hope you paid attention, but Lana was talking about creating intimacy and eye connection and And, and that, that gets her warmed up. Exactly. You know, so mm-hmm. these things are important. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you so much for sharing about the CO2 um, laser treatments, rejuvenation treatments. And I love that it's painless, that it's non-invasive, because I think that every time you're going to do something with your um, body parts, especially your privates, like it should be something, if it's not broken, don't like (laughs) try to fix it. That's really what Kevin was saying to me the other day. Uh, And that feels like, you know, as women, we love self-care. We love to do things. I love to give my, my face like a face mask or a scrub or something like this. And it's like, as you said, there's no difference from the skin between our legs. And a lot of women, when they apply even body cream, they go like, they skip that area. And I'm like, why Why would you skip it? I mean, put a little bit of things on your, of cream on your labia and every other part. So I think it's awesome to be able to give your vagina the love that it deserves and seeks and wants. Yes. And just on one thing you said, and I, for that, for the moisturizing, I think it's so important for that. I just think women just want to be careful what moisturizer they're using on there because the ones with scent is not a good one necessarily because you, as you know, it can throw off the pH, you know, women think, oh, I want that to smell good. And so they put scented things down there. (laughs) So you want to use one that's really designed for moisturizing there. But I think it's super important that we definitely, when we're moisturizing our body, we, that part of us, which makes us a woman, we should definitely be gentle with it and, and, and caress it and give it the attention and the and the respect and, and, and the sacredness that it deserves. And, you know, honestly, that's that's why we had you on the show to talk about this. We, we don't generally just have people on so they can pitch their products. I mean, they get to that benefit of being on the show also, but we always want to bring things to the audience that can help them in some way and change their life in some way. And what we liked about this was that it is a potential treatment that really could transform not just women's lives, but couples' sex lives. Like this could be the thing that could suddenly fix the problem that you've been having and greatly increase the sex life and the connection in the relationship. And so for anybody who's out there listening who, you know, has had these problems, problems after childbirth, problems with aging where things just don't feel the same anymore in your vagina, they're not lubricating as much or that it's, it's uncomfortable or painful or any of those things. Know that there are solutions out there. And that's what we like to do. We like to bring you solutions. There are things that you could potentially do. You do not have to suffer with this for the rest of your life. And so that's what we're hoping people get out of this, that they understand that there are some treatments, some things that are non-invasive that might potentially transform their sex life. And I think too, just just even looking at both of you, I think you're such an exception because I think more couples need to do what you're doing in the sense of talk about sex together. I think a lot of couples just don't have that conversation. And so if they are tired, there may be a reason beyond you're not tired every night. What's going on? Like, tell me what's happening. I think women may not want to say something to their partner because for fear that they're going to think their partner is going to think something is wrong with them or with them, their partner, but it's just, we're, bodies change, life changes, and we can fix it. So 
First off is having the conversation and then recognizing there are a lot of solutions out there for so many of the issues that happen in relationships, physiologically, uh, things with our bodies, and just emotionally. So I love that you guys are doing this as a as a couple. And I think that's such an example for other couples to have these type of conversations with each other. Which, with each other. So absolutely it's all about communication it is lubrication <laughs> that's right <laughs> thank you lana for uh, being on the love lab podcast it's been an amazing conversation again to go to co2lift.com or go to the link in the description use our coupon love lab and enjoy the products for yourself and then let us know shoot us an email send us a comment on how your experience was with it because we love to celebrate your victories <laughs> thank you for having me Thank you both so much. All right, everybody, that's all the time we have for this episode, and we'll see you next week. We hope you like this episode of the Love Lab podcast. If you enjoy this show, subscribe, leave us a review, and share it with your friends. And for more free, exclusive content, join us in the Passion Vault at CelineRemy.com forward slash vault. That's C-E-L-I-N-E-R-E-M-Y dot com forward slash vault. Thanks for listening. And remember, you're amazing. <laughs>